This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And a very pleasant good morning, everybody. As always, good to be back with you. This is the Marlins Rewind. And last night at American Family Field in Milwaukee, the Marlins and the Brewers played game three of their four-game weekend series. The Marlins looking for a win behind Edward Cabrera. He went opposite of the left-hander Aaron Ashby. Well, sometimes you don't get a rack up a dozen hits to win yourself a ball game. And that was the case here in Milwaukee tonight. A really impressive come-from-behind victory for a Marlins ball club that was stymied offensively until the ninth, until they got one more shot at Devin Williams and uh, proved to be the fatal blow for the Milwaukee Brewers here on this Saturday night at American Family Field this evening. A beautiful win for the Marlins. Four runs, four hits, no errors. Two left on base in this ball game tonight. The Brewers, three runs, seven hits, an error. Nine men left on base. Let's recap this one for you from American Family Field this evening. Edward Cabrera went opposite of the left-hander Aaron Ashby, and Edward Cabrera was perfect through the first three innings in this ball game. He was sensational. More on him coming up in just a minute. The Marlins jumped out to an early 2-0 lead thanks to Peyton Burdick in the third facing Ashby. There's the 2-0 pitch to Peyton Burdick. And he swings and hits a high fly ball. Center field hit pretty well. Taylor's back. Still going back. Looking up. It's off the scoreboard in center field. A big fly for Peyton Burdick. His third of the season. And Miami jumps out to a 2-0 lead here in the third. Whoa, that's some of that power that we... Burdick is third of the season, 2-0 Miami after two and a half. Mention Edward Cabrera was perfect through three. He came out for the t- uh, for the bottom of the fourth inning. He threw a couple of warm-up pitches, and right before Christian Yelich stepped into the box, Don Mattingly, Lee Meyer, Mel Stottlemyre Jr., and the rest of Cabrera's infield gathered around the mound. Remember last Sunday in Miami, he rolled his ankle in the fourth inning facing the Nationals. It would appear as if that is the same injury or an ankle that just couldn't get him to go in the fourth inning tonight. Hoping to hear from Don Mattingly coming up shortly. I would imagine that was the case. Uh, but in any case, this turned into an early night for the Marlins bullpen. Cabrera, perfect through three, could not start the fourth. So on came Andrew Nardi. In relief, out of the bullpen, the first man he saw in the fourth inning was Christian Yelich. 1-0 pitch to Yelich. Just swung on and hit high in the air, left field. Burdick's back, still going back. Warning track, wall leaps, it's gone. There's your answer right there. Got it. It's the 13th bomb of the season for Yelich. It's 2-1. Miami here in the fourth. And that would hold for a little bit in this ballgame. So Burdick's two-run homer in the third gave Miami a 2-0 lead. Yelich made it 2-1 after four. It was quiet through five. The Marlins really, really started to slow down offensively. Uh, Miguel Rojas had himself a leadoff single in the fifth. It would not be until the ninth when the Marlins would get another hit 
in this ball game. The ninth inning, obviously, a big one for Miami this evening. But uh, it was quiet in the middle of this ball game for the Marlins offense. The Brewers would start to get going a little bit in the sixth inning of this ball game this evening. Jeff Brigham came on in the fifth, got three massive outs to get out of all sorts of trouble for Andrew Nardi. Sixth inning. Uh, Rowdy Telez led off with a single. That was followed by a Hunter Renfro single. And after a strikeout of Mike Brasso and a walk to Andrew McCutcheon, the bases were loaded for Julio Arias. 2-1 to one Miami. Bottom six. Bases loaded, one out. The pitch to Arias is inside. Did it hit him? Yes, it did. This ball game is tied. Brazoban just hit Arias with a sinker at 97. Telez touches home plate. It's 2-2. Well, Brazoban has had a difficult time of throwing. I should strike. note that after the strikeout of Brasso, it was Brazoban that came on, walked McCutcheon, hit Arias. So tied at two apiece, the next man up looking to give the Brewers the lead was Victor Caratini. Bases loaded, the pitch. Caratini swings, ground ball, right side. Birdie's only play is going to be the first. It's an RBI ground out for Victor Caratini. And the Milwaukee Brewers have taken a 3-2 lead here in the sixth inning. That baseball was not hit hard enough for Birdie to effort in turning two or to try to cut down Renfro at home plate. So a couple of runs, two hits, no errors, two left on for the Brewers in the sixth inning. But they would take a 3-2 lead, a lead in which they would carry all the way into the ninth inning of this ball game tonight. Devin Williams in last night's ball game. Uh, really had to tippy-toe through uh, a save that he collected, but an inning in which he allowed a hit, a couple of walks, and with the bases loaded and two outs in last night's ballgame, he got Jesus Sanchez to swing and miss at strike three. Tonight, however, a bit of a different story for Devin Williams. He walked John Birdie. He struck out the pinch hitter Joey Wendell. He walked Brian Anderson. And with Brian De La Cruz batting, Williams unleashed a wild pitch to the backstop. That put Birdie at third. It also put Brian Anderson at second base. Brian De La Cruz with an opportunity to be the hero in the ninth inning of this ballgame tonight. Birdie at third, Anderson at second. Here's the 3-2 pitch to Brian De La Cruz. Swing a line drive into left field. The base hit. The Marlins are going to tie the game. Here comes Anderson. It gets away from Yelich in left field. The Marlins have the lead. How about that? A Brian De La Cruz, one out, two run single in the top of the ninth inning, proves to be the decisive blow in Milwaukee tonight. Williams was relieved. Shrezleski came on in the ninth. Fortes flew out to center field. Rojas bounced out to first. We would go to the bottom of the ninth inning tonight. The Marlins clinging to a 4-3 lead. I mentioned Miguel Rojas led off the fifth inning with a single. It was not until De La Cruz's one-out single that plated two in the ninth inning. That was the difference between hits in this ballgame tonight in terms of just how long it was for the Marlins that uh, they really couldn't get much going offensively. They had retired, the Brewers had retired 12 Marlins in a row after the Rojas leadoff single in the fifth inning before it all unraveled on Devin Williams 
in the ninth inning of this ball game tonight. No Dylan Floro in the ninth inning for the Marlins this evening. It was up to Richard Blyer, who does have four blown saves this season. Does not have a save since 2019, a season in which he collected four. So Richard Blyer looking to collect his first save of the season tonight. Christian Yelich, the first man he saw, bounced out to short. Willie Adamas bounced out to second. Rowdy Telez was the last slice of life for the Brewers in this ballgame this evening. Boy, Telez keeps going for a long, long walk. He digs back in. Open stance from the left side. Got a lot of pop in that bat. Blyer comes set. Here's the 2-2 pitch to Rowdy Telez. Swing at a ground ball. Right side could do it. Birdie has it. Throws the first. This ball game is over. Marlins win it 4-3. Peyton Burdick Hits a big two-run homer in the third. And Brian De La Cruz's one-out, two-run single in the top of the ninth inning buries the Milwaukee Brewers here in Milwaukee tonight. The Marlins win it. Final score of 4-3. to three, Four runs, four hits, no errors. Two left on for Miami. Three runs, seven hits, an error, and nine left on for the Brewers. 4-3, to three, your final score. We'll take a quick break. We'll chat with Rod when we come back. How about that? I barely even need to recap it for you, huh? Four to three, the final score here in Milwaukee this evening. Two big runs in the third, two big runs in the ninth. The Marlins win it. They improved to 66 and 92 this season. The Brewers with the loss, 84 and 74. They are now one full game back of the Philadelphia Phillies for the third wild card spot in the National League. That Devin Williams ninth inning for the Brewers proves to uh, have massive implications in the National League wildcard race. The Marlins needed seven relievers to get through this ballgame after three perfect frames by Edward Cabrera tonight. Richard Blyer collected his first save as a Miami Marlin. Tommy Nance collected his second victory of the season. Devin Williams loses his fourth ball game of the year here tonight. So four runs, four hits, no errors, two left on for the Marlins, three runs, seven hits, one error, nine men left on base for the Milwaukee Brewers. Started this ball game at 6-11, ended it at 9-39, three hours and 28 minutes time of game, and 30,686 are going home pretty darn sad from American Family Field here in Milwaukee this evening. How about the night on the mound for the entire pitching staff for Miami? 16 strikeouts. That does tie a season high set back on May 25th against the Atlanta Braves. So 16 strikeouts for the Marlins pitching staff tonight means $400 have been donated to AutoNation's Drive Pink Initiative to fight against cancer. For every strikeout this season, $25 will be donated to the Drive Pink Initiative. How about that win for the Marlins? They get two in the ninth. They uh, take the win right out of the sails of the Brewers. Let's hear what the skipper, Don Mattingly, had to say afterwards. Talked about it. Games like this, they're tough to win. What impressed you most about just the resilience of the team tonight and to put together that ninth inning? Yeah, I think just hanging in there, right? The bullpen did a nice job of hanging in there, getting us some outs. I mean, Edward was crazy good tonight until he, that little that throw at the end of the third. I think he caught that ankle again. Uh, but the bullpen did a nice job of hanging in there, getting out of some jams. I know we give up the one, the, the couple of runs of one inning, um, but you know, overall, did a nice job of hanging in there. 
So this is the first time we have had a chance to get an injury update on Edward. It was that ankle, was it the one that he, he rolled, I think, a little bit his last start? Yeah, it was that same same ankle. He just kind of caught it on, looked like he caught it on the, on the clay or whatever on the front of the mound. And he, he could have probably tried it, but again, I, we're at a point where this is his last start. It just doesn't seem worth it for him to not be able to use his body the way he should. And, and he's just too valuable, I think, to the organization to let him keep going. Just for him, it was ankle both of these times. I think it was a blister at the start before, just to see three different, three consecutive outings were, again, for him to, for it to end that way. Yeah, I mean, this is the way it goes. I mean, the blister situation has been something he's had in the past. He's always had to battle. He's kind of one of those guys who got his hand in the rice in between innings. Uh, the ankle, it was just a unfortunate thing. And, it, you know, he kind of worked his way back to, to making this start. Um, you know, just unfortunate. You know, he catches it. Back-to-back nights last night weren't able to get it done, but against Devin Williams, one of the premier closers, just what kind of advance were you seeing from the guys? No, we've really forced him into the zone, I think, as much as anything. We've we've drawn some walks, made him throw pitches. Uh, tonight, I think it's really important, you know, when Burt gets on early, then you got to deal with him the whole time. you got to deal with a guy that can steal a base at first or second. It looked like the wild pitch. He was trying to keep an eye on him at second, and, it, and just you know one got away from him, and that really helped us, obviously. Uh, but just trying to get him in the strike zone, he's tough. He's got good stuff. The changeup's filthy. Um, it's just a matter of trying to get him to the right part of the zone. A blier first save with you guys, just... Tonight, what did you see from him? And then just collectively over the last, I think, couple months, I know here's the box, you maybe weren't too out, but overall it seems like finally he looked like the flyer that you guys had last year and the Yeah, it's been season. a while now. He's been throwing the ball pretty good. Um, so, yeah, it's just good to see you know Richard back and getting ground balls. Early in the year, it was more of a, you know, he had down movement, but it wasn't sharp and it wasn't late. Uh, second half, he's probably been a lot better as far as he actually got it going. And then he got COVID, mm-hmm. and that kind of set him back. But really, the second half, he's been good. His, his movement's been better. It's been late, and that's that's really what kind of pitcher he is. You mentioned Edwards' value value to this rotation, and you know he threw the ball really well since coming back from the IL. Just where do you feel like he made maybe his biggest steps forward as far as progress this season? Uh. Edward, I think, probably just gained it. His, his biggest thing is going to be just the confidence gained from mm-hmm. pitching here long enough to sh- know that he can. Uh, you know, obviously, we talk about guys. You know, he's not he's not where he he can be or where he's going to be. He's, he needs to con- continue to work. There's things he needs to work on. Uh, you know, I'm sure whoever you know, Mel or whoever's here. Uh, are going to continue that work. But he's got to, you know, just like anybody else, you got to continue to get better, continue to work. Uh, and if he's able to kind of do that over time, then he has a chance to be a really, really good, you know, reliable starter. Burdick with the early home run to get you guys on the board. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. You know, he's had, obviously, he's gotten beat up here a little bit, uh, got exposed, and uh, but it's nice to have some success, right? So you can take some things into the winter. Could you talk a little bit about Brian uh, in the ninth? De La Cruz? Yes. Yeah, obviously him hanging in. He's had a really good, since he's came back from, from AAA, he's been really good. Um, and, it, you know, I, f- I felt like, you know, they had him off balance pretty much the whole of that. He just hung in there enough to, you know, get get him to that count. He, 
kind of feel like you're getting a change up there. Look like I don't know if you anticipate that or not. Just got enough on it and hit it in the right spot. Just going back real quick because I think you said his stuff was really good, Cabrera, early on. Just he's got unhittable types. You know, he's several times he's been it. Just where does this one rank before he exited with maybe? No, it was really good. A really good fastball today too, and that's really probably been one of his issues: not throwing the fastball for enough strikes, where he really has to really rely on the changeup and the breaking ball. His secondary is really good. You know, his secondary is probably at this point probably better than Sandy's was. Right, you know, he's got a good curveball, he's got a good slider, the changeup, it's all there. Uh, his probably is going to be like, I gotta, he's going to have to get the fastball in the zone enough to keep guys from starting to lay off of that thing. So today he was getting the fastball in the zone, uh, and when he does that, then the secondary is just always going to be good. Marlins manager Don Mattingly after the Marlins 4-3 come-from-behind victory over the Milwaukee Brewers in Milwaukee last night. Game four of this series comes away this afternoon at 2-10 when Pablo Lopez takes the mound for the final time in 2022 for the Marlins. We'll have the coverage for you starting at 140 with Marlins on deck. And as always, we hope you find some time to join us on the Marlins Radio Network, driven by AutoNation. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.